recording on this computer. Climb in here and buckle up. We're ready to hit the road. (laughs) Uh, It's like a big frying pan. Well, here we are. This is the podcast that sounds funny. Uh, This is the week of January 18th, 2022. Uh, We are in season two, show number 12, episode number 64. 64. Edge on up there. Almost a senior citizen. Yeah, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister. We tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me are Terry and Joe. <laughs> yeah, I got an echo. Sounds like a uh, mini pearl or something. <laughs> Howdy. Yeah. Uh, we like to start off our show with a segment we call What's New? Does anyone have a question? It could be anything new, old, reading, watching, doing. Does anybody got anything you particularly want to talk about? I'm curious how many people out there got their rescue dog yesterday and named it Betty White. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yesterday was her birthday, the 17th. They were saying on the news, everybody that's... Got a dog, should name it Betty White. Or... Yeah, but they had they had one dog named Betty White that somebody turned into a shelter the day she died. Oh, and then so that's like by the night said that. So everybody went to the shelter to rescue Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> we must save her from the pound. <laughs> save her from the Grim Reaper. Well, hopefully she's in a better place now, though. Oh, well, we can always hope that. I don't know. I, I, I've heard, though, that she belonged to a church, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're a Christian. But, yeah. uh, but anyway, uh, I, I know it snowed over the weekend. Yes, it did. <laughs> you want to call it that? Yeah. I, it was enough for kids to go out and enjoy playing in. I didn't see it. Well, I didn't see it either. <laughs> I, I know it, it was enough to last until the next day because when we went out to the <laughs> car to head off to church, it, it, was, it was definitely making that nice, crisp, uh, crunchy <laughs> sound. sound yeah. like. I oh, imagine yeah. that you know, they got a lot of snow down in the south, you know, when like skipped over us right here in the middle. It's like, wow, we're in the no snow zone or something <laughs> i know it, it must be that canadian winter that like hit the rockies and took a took a bounce up in the sky and then landed on the like southeast <laughs> yeah it's like they, that must be why the our friends down there at earth oddity didn't have put out a podcast yet <laughs> what i see i listened to one yesterday oh yeah i, I, I listened yeah. to one too but it may have been from the week before hmm I don't know. They don't say the date on theirs, I don't think. No, but you can tell on their post that they usually have a timestamp on the post. Uh, so I just turned hit it on my Victorator and there it was. So well, maybe I, I didn't maybe I listened to it and I didn't. Yeah. You probably slept through it. <laughs> Who knows? 
Hey, you know, uh, I, I, I mentioned before for Christmas, I got an Apple watch and I know Terry likes to have his Mickey mouse face on his. And I, I got one of those too, but the one I've been having it set to is one called astrology because it gives you the phases of the moon. Uh-huh. And for the last oh, two weeks, it's, it's been telling me that the moon phase at first, it was a waxing crescent. <laughs> then it's a waxing gibbous. I thought, I didn't know the moon had this problem. <laughs> <laughs> it, it must be those unruly craters on his dark side that needs all this waxing. <laughs> but yesterday was a full moon. It was called the wolf moon because it's the first full moon of the year, I guess. Huh. Well, I thought maybe it let you know how your pants need to pulled up or something cover that moon. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, of course I know. I'm just joking. I know what waxing means. It means it's growing as opposed to waning, which is now what the moon is doing because it's only full for one day, technically, even though it looks full. It's now going back into its waning phase for the next couple of weeks. Waning, waning. <laughs> I'm getting smaller. I only get to be full one day. Speaking of whining. Like one grandkid right here who likes to whine a lot, has a reputation for being our whiner. His sister, his little sister, was sick. She had a, had a cough when running a temperature. Well, on Sunday, he helped grandma cook her a hamburger. Oh. In the shape of a heart. How sweet. He does like his little sister. So he doesn't whine all the time. <laughs> <laughs> although at one point he did whine grandma why do i gotta do all the work <laughs> <laughs> this is called, called you know cooking this is what you do <laughs> it's the work not always easy you want to eat you gotta cook you gotta teach them how to cook wow. Even when they're little, they can help a little bit. Sure, he's age seven, so we don't. I mean, he wasn't doing it on his own, but right. Um, Supervision is always good. You don't want to burn their hands. He's just a little bit young to be, you know, doing something on his own. I mean, I don't think I was probably eight eight until I started cooking stuff like you know tomato soup or grilled cheese or something. But yeah, and we didn't have microwaves when we were kids. We had to do it on the stove. Now it's you put it in the microwave. The toaster, no, yeah, the toaster, the toaster oven. He was at the stove with the grandma cooking the hamburger out of the skillet. So. First thing yeah, I cooked was probably a pop tart. <laughs> toaster. Yeah. Make her a pop tart in the shape of a heart. Oh, toaster oven, toaster oven. When the toaster broke, we had to use the toaster oven to make toast. Yeah, bread on there. That's all it was. Was like a big giant toaster. <laughs> Yeah, laying down instead of sitting up like a toaster. Yeah. You got any news, Terry? Anything funny or whatever? Now they're called an air fryer. They just put a fan in there. And it's round. <laughs> Ours is round instead of flat. It's like a round basket. Oh. I don't you know. We have an air fryer. We don't use it here. We, we use it a lot. <laughs> all these cool devices, and we're still setting things up and tweaking it up and got mine tweaked up and ready to rip roar and ready to go. Um, ready to start making phone calls again. I can do that already. But 
Got all my funny ringtones back on there. Uh-huh. Text tones. I'm back in the Star Wars mood. Yeah. Well, in my office here, I have an actual desk phone with push buttons on it. One of old fashioned We don't have a landline service with them. Oh, we don't either. We got rid of it. Imaginary. I've got one. I use mine though for the Mass County Association of the Blind. Would you like that number? It's 618 216 2790. That number is 618 216 2790. Once again, that number is 618-216-2790. Call today. Don't delay. All of our Terries are standing by. Yeah, there we go. So anybody in Madison County in Illinois? Give me a call. Maybe I'll answer it. (laughs) If you're not selling me a used car warranty. (laughs) Or for your house. (laughs) or a deal on, on on a grave site or a deal on term life insurance or a deal on... did you call us about insurance no we didn't click <laughs> you know it's funny i don't it... get many phone calls i get a lot of stupid emails though that's my problem and yesterday on sunday uh... not two days ago on sunday I had 53 emails in one day. I never oh, get that many. You got to, I, like I said before, you have to, uh, you have to do it. You have to do it on a Saturday or Sunday, but you click on the, you open the email on your phone. I wouldn't on a computer. You open it on your phone and you go to the bottom and you look for the unsubscribe button and you do, you know, put it, I have to put your email in there and you hit unsubscribe. It, it works. It works. It'll, it takes a little while to get them down though. You know, but I don't know why I'm getting these because I didn't subscribe to nothing to get them in the first place. I, I can get 53 overnight sometimes, but most of mine is not really spam. Most of mine is like email lists or email. Mine, mine's usually junk mail. Oh, I was telling you guys before how I get those funny ones that says, rub toothpaste on your face to see what happens. Well, yesterday I got one. Put a teaspoon in your mouth for a minute. You'll be surprised. Yeah. It's like, you're eating probably <laughs> well yeah i don't want to open them to see what's going to happen because then i'll just get more probably emails and you'll be surprised to get more emails <laughs> yeah because if you do open them sometimes they put what's called a single pixel graphic in there you, you don't really see it or even know it's there but it'll send uh, a ping back to the server to let them know somebody opened up this email and then let them know you're a live person they'll send you more on my phone on my phone right now, I have mail 302 unread emails. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, well, whenever I had that many, like I said, it's mostly from email lists and groups that I'm on, like you know, the ACB lists and various other email groups. Oh, wow. someone just called the best guy never, Terry. Wow, it worked really fast. <laughs> Somebody called the bat phone. Hold on. This Batman may help you. <laughs> Edit point. <laughs> put my phone, put it back in the drawer. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even published this podcast yet. People are calling you on the MCB number. Yeah. That's right. It's all because of me. Behold the power of a retro bud. Uh, nah, that's pretty cool. That's what? pretty funny. Oh. Uh, 
Can you well, get speaking of pretty funny, shall we get back to the show? Yeah, <laughs> let's get back over there. We got a little sidetracked. It's time Hope for holidays. Know. Happy holiday. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays to Happy holidays. All right. Well, just as a review, we like to go from Tuesday to Tuesday. Folks out there heard this last week, but we're just saying it again just for us. It is National Thesaurus Day today on Tuesday, the January 18th. I heard that. National Winnie the Pooh Day. Uh, that's all for today. But take it easy, Jeff. You'll give us all the jitters. Uh, tomorrow, January 19th. National Popcorn Day. Popcorn Day. Popcorn. Get out that popcorn popper, Terry. Oh, well, that's all I think tomorrow. Wow. That's it. So pop all the popcorn you want and eat it all. We all like popcorn. It's a healthy treat, especially if you don't put too much butter on it. (laughs) Use some uh, powdered cheese and sprinkle on it. Uh, let's see, moving on, Thursday, January the, uh, what would that be, 20th. Get to know your customer day. Uh-oh, telemarketer day. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to call Jill and get to know her very well. It's National Cheese Lovers Day. National DJ Day, as in DJ. disc jockey. Oh, okay. I thought it said VJ, which would be something <laughs> different. <laughs> and it's not victory in japan because that comes in august <laughs> uh-huh. but no dj if you know a disc jockey i guess you can celebrate them it is uh, national penguin day so w- word to all the penguins out there <laughs> waddle 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 like a penguin <laughs> and i'm assuming that means zoo animal penguins not catholic nun penguins <laughs> bad, bad me. Tell him I can whip him with one hand tied behind my back. Uh, moving on to Friday, January 21st. Museum Selfie Day. What? Take yeah, a selfie at also, a museum? <laughs> it's also a National Hugging Day. So take a selfie of yourself hugging a museum. Hugging a museum. <laughs> Hugging at a museum, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. See, the problem is with you know COVID. A lot of things like museums have been locked, locked down or closed. So you may just have to stand outside and take the selfie. But you know, oh, there you go. You can go outside and hug like the statue. There you go. Of, like Venus de Milo, who can't hug back. <laughs> she has no arms. <laughs> Come to Alton <laughs> and hug Robert Rodlow. You might yeah. get a hug his leg. <laughs> yeah. It's also National Squirrel Day. Uh-oh. Some so, crazy squirrels uh, are back. <laughs> squirrel appreciation. We have plenty of stories about squirrels. Uh, you, you know, usually. I, I don't know if we have any, any today or not, but uh, we can appreciate them squirrels. They're all a little nutty. That old man's a suspicious one human I ever knowed in my life long. Yeah, but he ain't the smartest fella I've ever seen either. Uh, the next day, would it be Saturday? Would be Celebration of Life Day. Oh, good. National Answer Your Cat's Questions Day. Oh, 
how are you supposed to know what your cats are asking? <laughs> the only thing your cats are asking is, what time is, do we eat? Meow, meow, meow. Meow. It's not time to eat yet. Meow. It's not time to eat yet. Meow. Go away, cat. It is National Blonde Brownie Day. Hmm. So if you don't know if your brownies are blonde, ask them or or tell them a blonde joke and see if they get it. (laughs) It ain't. National Hot Sauce Day. There you go, Terry. Hot sauce. That's certainly extraordinary. That was all on Saturday. Chili dogs. Anything you want with hot sauce. Oh, hot sauce. Yeah, a bit on Saturday. A lot of fun ones are on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Moving on to Sunday, the 23rd. National Handwriting Day. Righty. National (laughs) Pie Day. Now, I thought Pie Day came on on uh, March fourteenth. Yeah, maybe maybe they mean like the math pie. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Math math that, pie is three point one four. That's March fourteenth. Yeah. So this maybe that's actually, Pie Day must mean like, like you know cherry apple, pie, apple pie, blueberry, cherry, those kind of pies. Eat a piece of your favorite pie. Yeah, I guess so. So. Maybe the retro bottle makes fun of us like he did last week. Who? Us? I would never make fun of you, Terry. Speak for yourself, Callie. I sure would. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty nasty remark. Angel Ray. <laughs> Moving on to Monday, January the 24th. It's Community Manager Appreciation Day. Community manager. Which I suppose is a fancy word for mayor. <laughs> oh, okay. Because some, some towns have a, a, a town manager, I think they call it. Huh. That instead of a mayor. So if you have a town community manager slash mayor, uh, appreciate them on Sunday. Uh, it's Macintosh Computer Day on uh, Sunday the 24th. I Presume that means that's the day Macintosh computers were invented, but I don't know. Um, that that was yeah, because they came out with Apple One and Apple Two, but then they came out with the Macintosh first one. It aired on the Super Bowl commercial. Ah, maybe um, that's it. It's also a National Beer Can Day. It doesn't say if the beer cans are full or empty. Smash the beer can today. <laughs> it's National Compliment Day. So after you've had oh. a lot of those beer cans that you emptied, be sure to compliment people. Neil look nice today. <laughs> it's also a National Peanut Butter Day. Mm. So if, we, if you're too young to empty those beer cans, at least enjoy a peanut butter sandwich. There you go. That's all, huh? <laughs> yep, simple as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that brings us full circle to Tuesday, uh, January the uh, 25th. It is Burns Night. What's I that? I don't know what that means, Burns. 
Oh, you burned your garbage outside. <laughs> Maybe it's Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Oh, The Simpsons burns. <laughs> Maybe it's I George it Burns. You a bonfire. Uh, <laughs> I think I mean, George I Burns might have been born in January, but I don't know if it was that day or not. Oh man, you just got burned. He burned. <laughs> but it's he Burns, B U R N apostrophe S. So whoever Burns huh. is, whichever oh, Burns it may be, it's it's his or her day. Interesting. It's National Irish Coffee Day. So if you're not into beer, I guess you could wait wait and go out for some Irish coffee. I have yeah. an American Vodka Day in my coffee. I like Irish cream in my coffee or any mass, kind of mass teacher. Mass teacher coffee, vodka. <laughs> it's also opposite day. So I guess if you're into Irish uh, uh coffee go out somebody opposed to irish coffee enjoy your opposite drinks who knows yeah if you're an opposite person you know if you're a guy go with a girl if you're a girl go with a guy opposites yep yeah it is uh it, my, my computer's telling me street it's saint gwendolyn day huh I'm not sure what St. Gwendolyn would have done. <laughs> yeah, D-W-I-N-W-E-N apostrophe S. Gwendolyn's Day. Never heard huh. of it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but that rounds out the week of holidays. Yay. Not a lot. There was a couple of days there with a lot of fun food days and stuff. Right. Got to get me some of them blonde brownies. Yeah, they're actually pretty good. I made a blonde brownie before. It's just a brownie, but you don't use cocoa. You don't. It's kind of like, imagine a chocolate chip cookie without the chocolate chips. I thought they were like peanut butter brownies or something. Mm, they probably make those too. You could make them with peanut butter, just so you what? don't put the chocolate in it. That's not true, Elizabeth. I think it is. Blonde I, thought, I thought they were peanut butter and chocolate, or or maybe you use white chocolate. In Marijuana brownies. No, blonde brownies. Uh, <laughs> wow, Terry, we know where your mind goes to. <laughs> Gutter sure. and drugs. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on to our next segment. Hello. My name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois, 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T-E-R-R-Y-S-M-I-N-I-M-A-L-L.com. Or call my store at 618 618- Four seven one nine zero eight eight. Thank you. Uh, 
moving on to our next segment, we are ready for news stories. Who wants to go first? Flip a coin. I bet Terry goes first. You ready? Sure. I've got a story here. It's um, the actor, comedian James Austin Johnson on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live is the first time this year that they were back in the studio in person. But the story I have is that he was the actor who portrays President Biden. And in the skit that you can see on YouTube, um, the uh, on the skit, President Biden um, announces everyone should stop seeing Spider-Man, the movie. Spider-Man has caused the epidemic of the uh, Amicron virus. <laughs> That's it. It's funny how SNL is so eerily accurate. (laughs) And so one of the reporters on the skit says, so you're blaming the Spider-Man movie for for this whole uh, pandemic? And it's like, well, let me clarify that. He says, uh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Go and see this movie Spider-Man came out on December 17th. Everyone else in the country got the Amicron virus the week after. So, yes, go see any other movie. Spider-Man has made $1.5 billion. Go see another movie. <laughs> That's Give it a break. It's made enough money already. <laughs> the other Spider-Man wears a mask. He should be okay to go see him. I know. Yeah. And so that was my first story. They they have the thing, you know, of course, you can click on it on the web pages and stuff. Or go to, it's on, you got a YouTube link, you can look for it. And, uh, yeah, I've good. seen a headline, but I, I couldn't get it to headline the, the story to work for me. Yeah. It wouldn't read it. And when I had to play it, played something else. Everybody has said in this article that everybody was there live in the studio except for the host who happened to be Paul Rudd. Uh, he did his uh, monologue stuff, uh, audio, you know, tapes, videotaped, and uh, um, he was also listening, you know, people's sexiest man of the year person too, but he did show. Is he? Yeah, supposedly. I That's guess it. you would know about that, Terry. Why are you so excited about it? What's the matter with you? Okay, it's always <laughs> in the People magazines, whenever they have those. Magazine, but yeah. Yeah, I should probably read the People magazine more often, but I don't. I always forget. Yeah. Well, I have a headline. Creamer in my coffee. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of parakeets were dropped off at a Michigan animal shelter. Named Betty White? Huh? (laughs) Named Betty White. White. She was for dogs, not birds. (laughs) Yeah, they gave her the bird all right. (laughs) <laughs> in Romeo, Michigan, uh, the animal shelter has been inundated, which means flooded, with these small, colorful birds. We were in shock, but we couldn't turn them away. They were all crammed in seven cages and were smothering each other. Wow. They needed immediate help. Uh, the group's director... 
uh, says that the son of an animal hoarder had called and animal say that hoarder. he was coming to surrender 60 to 80 parakeets. But when he showed up, he showed up with over 490 of oh my. in his my. truck. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, 60, 80, 490. Pretty close. I lost count. I don't know. <laughs> I got a bunch of them. <laughs> 40 to 80 is a lot, but 490 is a heck of a lot more. <laughs> and they're the repopulating. They're the worse than they rabbits. Smothering themselves. <laughs> they're worse than rabbits. They keep reproducing. His son they're says, birds. Couldn't you just let them go and let them live in the, in the let wild? The loose. Well, you would think, but you know, parakeets aren't aren't necessarily wild birds they're they're bred to be in houses and they, they oh. might be able to fend for themselves like finding food but being the, you know the brightly colored the birds that they are they'd probably be targets for other birds this is really on the level huh? oh you know uh That's but anyway it goes on to say uh, the son says he just wanted to breed them <laughs> um Apparently he did. It got out of control. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is that the parakeets breed easily. And you get more babies and more babies and even more babies. So incredible. Uh, The the shelter reached out to various bird uh, uh, advocates, whatever they call them. And they're managing to find plenty of homes for them. They have to uh, stay, I guess, under quarantine for 30 days to make sure they're all, you know, getting back and under a good health. And actually, the 30 days should be up here coming up this next week. So anybody who wants a parakeet, contact uh, <laughs> this place in Michigan. You've gone crazy. What are you talking about? My uh, my my wife has a, had a, has a friend in Granite City, you know, and she had, in her living room, she had built it with you know some boards and two by not two by fours but two probably some two by two and some chicken wire and one whole wall in her living room she had it all sectioned it was full of birds she had birds like that too little I don't know if they were parakeets or wrens a little tiny tiny little birds oh, gross that's so gross hundreds birds, of them they poop they stink <laughs> and, and uh, she's had those for a long long time and and uh, but they were live birds. Maybe it was her that took them to the shop. I don't know. <laughs> well, like the article says, they they breed really quickly, and you have a lot of them before you know it. You know, you know, chickens are the same way. This is why they like lay an egg every day. That's why people can enjoy eating eggs. Maybe they should sell their parakeet eggs to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're different colors. <laughs> the the little bitty ones, I'm sure. <laughs> Might come out like a rainbow. Yeah. Some bird eggs are fresh. Yeah, blue. Speckles on them and stuff. Anyway, you got something for us, Jill? I do. I have a story about a seal that led some English policemen on a slow speed chase in Grinsby, England. Um, They're not sure how this seal got. I don't know exactly where Grinsby is at. It must be inland a little ways because they're not sure how it got to this town. Um, but it was in the middle of town and they were trying to corral it back towards the water and it kept going the wrong direction. <laughs> oh. 
It's this way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't catch up, me in the gingerbread seal. <laughs> they ended up catching him outside of a lawyer's office. So I'm wondering if he was on his way to the lawyer's office to get us looking help. for help. Yeah. Little catch me. I'm on the run. <laughs> Don't take me alive. <laughs> I think the wasn't the the police officer's name was uh, Quimby or something. I thought. I don't remember. I didn't record that, but I think that's I think the guy that. from The Simpsons. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it was a seal, right? Yeah. Oh. Sharks eat seals, so he went to a lawyer. <laughs> Shark. <laughs> Sometimes lawyers are kind of referred to that way as sharks. Yeah. I thought maybe he was looking for a lawyer. He committed a crime and was trying to get some help. I'm wrong, though. In the Simpsons, Quimby's the mayor. Mayor Quimby. Oh, but that's about all. These stories are getting really <laughs> short on that news app. I know. Yeah. They get shorter and shorter. It's like just a funny headline and a little story. Yeah. Man. Headline and a blurb. I got some longer ones, though. Oh, is it my turn? I have uh, uh, I have two a stupid criminal story. <laughs> there it is. Two men are sentenced after trying to smuggle drugs in cans of baked beans <laughs> and uh, uh, coconut milk. I think it is. Hmm. Um, they found three kilograms of cocaine in the cans. They were packed into the tin cans labeled as baked beans. And this was in London. And one guy's name was Daniel Kelly. And you in Jill? Uh, no relation. Yeah, huh? <laughs> and the other guy was Steve uh, Helpsley, right? Even Gil Hooley. <laughs> one was Daniel was 43 and Steve Gahooley. Oh, they're both forty-three. Um, they were, they were uh, ex-cons anyway. Uh, Daniel Kelly, any relation again, Joe? <laughs> he got six years. The other guy got eight years. But and they're from the UK. They should have should have had it in cans of beans and spam. Baked beans and spam, 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 spam. Baked beans and spam. And they, they had went to. St. Lucius uh, in uh, the Bahamas and they went to the Bahamas and they had came up with this idea put the drugs in the cans and label it and then they mailed it they mailed it to themselves then they flew back and they got back before their cans did <laughs> yeah we just love these beans so much. We're going to mail them to ourselves and get them when we get back home. <laughs> they had heard, the authorities had heard of this scheme uh, from other prisoners that they had discussed the whole plan with. When Before they got out of prison, they were discussing this plan to do this. And so they were being watched and, and surveyed by the London police or whatever they call them there, the, not Gestapo. Lobbies. <laughs> The the uh Scotland Yard. Like the like the uh oh I can't think of the word now. 
MI6. FBI people. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Um, James Bond. They, uh, I can't think of a word for the police over there. The Euro something. I can't. Anyway. Euro cop. <laughs> Robocop. <laughs> Metropolitan Police Department inspector. <laughs> there you go. One guy said, I didn't do it. The other guy said, I, you know, he admitted to it. One guy didn't. One guy got six years, the other guy got eight years, so they got 15 years total for trying to move drugs into baby cats and coconut milk. <laughs> Don't be surprised if you get a can of coconut milk and you open it up. Hey, what's this? This might be on recall. <laughs> yeah. It's a Something recall beans. They've been open. <laughs> but I like baked beans, so I'd, oh, yeah. I mean, the, the British seem like they like their baked bean, that's for sure. Well, uh, we mentioned earlier about the seal who was like, you know, follow me, I'm getting away. Well, here's a story. It's called A Follow Me Dog Takes Cops to His Owners to Be Rescued. <laughs> and it's just pretty much the story. Um, uh, he, he leads cops to his owner's car crash. Oh. A German shepherd, not named Lassie, because you know, Lassie is a collie, <laughs> named Tinsley, uh, was seen alongside the road in New Hampshire. And uh, the police at first thought he was a runaway dog. He's just on the loose, you know, not on his leash or whatever. But whenever they uh, went to to gather him up, he kept, you know, run away. Like, follow me, follow me. You know, like <coughs> he wasn't trying to get away. They could tell that he was trying to do like the whole Lassie thing. Follow me, Timmy's in the well. <laughs> and sure enough, they, they followed him and through a guardrail, they could see a car had, had broke through and was down at the bottom of the little ravine there. And the owners in the car were in critical condition, but they weren't, you know, you know, that all that badly hurt uh, and so they were able to rescue the owners uh, thanks to uh, the dog who made the cats following well that dog needs a reward yeah, he needs to get an extra milk bone or something right <laughs> huh i thought you meant the dog needed to be rescued from his owners when you said that title but he was helping to rescue them Wonder if he was in the car with him and got out. I, I think that was what happened. Is he was probably thrown from the car. Uh, I, I don't think the story said it might have, but he was he he was the the pet of the people in the car, so I would think he probably would have been in it. Right. Wow. Well, my next story, if you're done with yours, is about a weird thing that was seen traveling down the highway in Tennessee. I was driving. <laughs> <I'm weird. laughs> it was the largest cast iron skillet. Oh. It was 18 feet across and it was on its way to South Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to a cast iron museum that they're building. Uh, it's going to be something to help draw people, you know, to come and See all the history of cast iron, how people used to cook in them and things like Tourism, that. Huh? Are you look a little pale, young fella? 
News is too much of a shock for him, Mike. Yeah. They have like Dutch ovens on display. Probably all the different pans. They, and... they have like a, a husband shoving his wife's head under the blanket so he can smell his fart. <laughs> Dutch <laughs> oven. <laughs> I can't imagine why somebody would need a pan that big unless it is just to draw in people. Maybe they had a lot of parakeet <laughs> eggs. Maybe. So <laughs> <laughs> come up in that big old skillet. Make the world's largest pancake or yeah. largest omelet. <laughs> the largest panty cornbread. We used to mommy yeah. some bake her cornbread in the cast iron skillet. Yep. It's called the Lodge Cast Iron Museum. If anybody is interested in looking it up this fall, that's when it's due to be opened. It doesn't give a date, though. You sound like you know what you're talking about. Just says yeah. this fall. We have cast iron skillets. We have cast iron a Dutch oven. We have cast iron muffin pans. We have cast iron pans shaped like little hearts. We have, uh, my wife's got a bunch of cast irons. Muffins. It's so heavy. I don't know why it was so, I guess it's what they cooked with back in the day. But yeah. 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 How, how big you say it was? Like 18 foot across. 18 feet. Yeah, who would need something that, that big? That's an awful big piece of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Like they had to haul it on the back of a flatbed truck. Oversized load. Yeah. yeah. They, they cooked it on flapjacks for Paul Bunyan. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a giant, have, I'm sure it's one you need. My last story that I have is about a turtle. Dun, dun, dun. It's not a teenage mutant ninja turtle. It's not a teenager. This turtle is named Jonathan. <laughs> he... <laughs> Uh, was taken to St. Helena and he was dropped off there when he was 50 years old in 1832. How can you tell how old a turtle is by they got rings on them like a tree or something? <laughs> you can't ask them. <laughs> the last one that held the record. Oh, he was 190 years old. He's got the Guinness World Records. The other turtle died at 188 years old. And Jonathan is blind and has lost his sense of smell. He's got COVID. Can they tell that? I mean, I can see you you have been blind. You can tell that, but how can you tell if a turtle can smell or not? Hey turtle, here's a flower. Can you smell it? Uh, <laughs> I know. He's in a he's in a, a, a containment area with other turtles. They say that Jonathan, despite his age, has a really good libido. Resist me a little, will you? <laughs> oh, <Whoa>. come here, <laughs> baby. You're looking pretty cute for a turtle. I'm not a girl. Oh, that means I can't see very well. <laughs> So I want you fellas to smile and be just as sweet as you possibly can. So, and the turtle was born before the Civil War. So he, he's almost as old as Joe Biden. Well, yeah, at least. Yeah, because Joe Biden can remember whenever uh, Jefferson Davis and uh, President Lincoln were a thing. Oh, he can. <laughs> yeah, did you hear that speech he gave? Mm-mm. He was saying yeah. how, how bad uh, uh Democratic guy, uh, I forget all the names, was against this guy and this Democrat was against that guy and this Democrat. He went all the way back to Jefferson Davis and Lincoln 
Oh, think, wow. You know, it, he was trying to prove a point about being racist or not being racist. But I think he missed the point that everybody who he called out as being racist were all Democrats. Uh. <laughs> it was a weird. Okay. And back to my story here, it says and it says that Jonathan is in a containment area with David, Emily, Fred, and his uh some of the a lot of the turtles are not gender sensitive. They will do it with whoever. Apparently, huh. get off my leg. Uh, <laughs> but when I was with my second wife, we went to the zoo in St. Louis, and there was okay. these big turtles. It was in an outside enclosure. This one, this turtle was up on the back of the other turtle. What was it? And it was just they were just it was just sitting there. It's like, but one one of the turtles don't know which one is going. Oh, Oh, that's playing leap turtle. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what are they Can't doing? Get go, over this turtle. <laughs> says, I think they're having sex, <laughs> but you couldn't see anything. Well, it's like, well, they have a little flat back there where their tail is. And maybe the maybe the turtle on the bottom said, yeah, nope, nope, and slapped it shut. I ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, not for you, not today. <laughs> Pitching it off. You're pitching it off. Simply devastating. Stop. Anyway, yeah, wow. 190 well, year old turtle still doing it. Spice up the show. Family friendly. Oh. I, I, I had another dog story, but I think I'll wait until next week on it because instead <laughs> I have a deer story. Uh, a live deer was found in the car's hatchback during a traffic stop <laughs> in uh, Newburn Town, Pennsylvania. Uh, police had pulled over a driver under suspicion of being either DUI or under the influence of drugs. And uh, when they stopped him, they uh, noticed a live deer in the back of his hatchback. Uh, he was, of course, freed by the police. Uh, but the occupants told them that, yeah, they had realized that the deer was alive, but they kept driving anyway. Of course, they hit it. They hit the deer. They picked it up. Yeah, we, we realized it was alive. But we just kept driving, <laughs> which to me would be a good sign that maybe they were under the influence of something. <laughs> Either there, they were just good rednecks and wouldn't have a free meal. Right, we thought it was a puppy. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, or again, maybe they were just rednecks and look look for a free meal. Pulling out beer and drinking on down, whatever you got to do, man. Whatever you got to do, get on up. Right, but ha- that's my opinion. Is one of those two? But uh, could have been a jack. They like again. They made him release the deer. I think they did ticket them, and that's pretty much the story right there. Time to start your day. Nothing does that better for me than sitting up in bed, scratching my butt. I wonder if it had words. That'd be a giveaway right there. <laughs> I, I, I do. I do have a couple other ones, but I think I'll hold off on those until next time. Yeah, well, I got one more actually this time about. Any... Go ahead. I got one more about a spider on a commuter train in London, England. 
Um, it was left behind from its owner. They're not sure who the owner is. They haven't come forth yet. But I can imagine the people, you know, big giant spider, tarantula, and all the people running and screaming. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was contained though. It was in some kind of a, a bowl, they said, with a lid, and uh, somebody Peter evidently Parker. sat it down. And, Peter Parker must have left it behind. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah, my, my question was, how do they know somebody owned it? Because spiders don't typically have owners. <laughs> right. I'm assuming was it on it a leash, had a collar, tag on yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> taking it for a walk. <laughs> right. I imagine it was a big, huge spider. That's a- yeah. but that, that, well, it makes sense if it was in like a little terrarium fishbowl kind of a thing. Yeah, right. in that case, yeah, somebody clearly just forgot it. <laughs> it was a pink-toed tarantula. Pink-toed? Yeah, so I'm wondering what that means exactly. If it's a girl, it pink maybe toes. has pink toes. <laughs> it has on. pink toes or maybe it, it eats pink toads. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. or maybe They're both. usually kept as pets, the pink-toed tarantula. Or maybe but, uh, Terry was right. It's a girl tarantula, and it paints its toenails pink. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, that's a uh, like that's about all there was to that story. That you know somebody had left it on the train, and they're looking for whoever it was that left it. In case they were missing their soft fuzzy spider and wanted them back. <laughs> My soft fluffy spider. Isn't it so cute and adorable? <laughs> Yeah. You said have one more Terry? No. No. Well, you know what that means? It's time to move on to a classic comedy moment. Hello, Butterfly. Rochester told Miss Livingston you'd be interested in working for her as a maid. Yes, ma'am. Have you ever worked as a maid before? Yes, ma'am. And you worked for money. <laughs> No, no, Butterfly. I mean, who did you work for? What was her name? Mrs. Money. M-U-N-I. <laughs> oh. Her husband's name is Paul. That's Muni. Paul Muni. <laughs> Money. Well, tell me, Butterfly, have you worked for anyone else? Oh, yes. Lots of people. But I worked for Mrs. Money the longest. I see. How long were you with her? Two days. <laughs> Only two days? Mm-hmm. Well... Something wrong. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, what do you think, Jack? Oh, I don't know. Butterfly, do you have any references? Oh, yes, ma'am. Right here in the bag. M-U-N-I, money. <laughs> well, you could pronounce it that way, that. Oh, my goodness, I lost my letter of reference. Oh, that's too bad. But I can remember it. It said, to whom it may concern, Butterfly McQueen is honest, trustworthy, reliable, and, uh, 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 Uncle Rochester, what else did you write? <laughs> Rochester, where are you going? Back to the wedding. I forgot to kiss the bride. Come back here. 
Rochester, are you in the habit of writing false references? Only once before, boss, and I'm still with you. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, let me... Oh, t- Jack, let it go. Butterfly, I'll give you the job on approval. Okay, I approve. <laughs> Nowadays, that's no joke. Thank you, Miss Livingston, Miss Sandwich, and I hope I'll be happy with Miss Livingston as I am with, as I was with Mrs. Money, only longer. Well, I'm sure you will, Butterfly, and you can report to work tomorrow morning. Thank you, ma'am. Come on, Uncle Rochester. Okay, honey. So long, boss. Goodbye, goodbye. Listen, Butterfly. Now that you got the job, I want you to work hard and do everything Miss Livingston asks you to do. Mm-hmm. She's a very nice lady, and you'll enjoy working for her just like I do for Mr. Benny. But, Uncle Rochester, I thought Mr. Benny was mad at you. Oh, we have our little spats once in a while, but I wouldn't leave that man for anything. You know, I'm crazy about Mr. Benny, and Mr. Benny's crazy about me. Are you sure, Uncle Rochester? Am I sure? Why, yesterday he gave me the whole day off. <laughs> All right. So what happens now? Weird words, weird words. Weird words. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying something a little different this week. I got a book from our library called Reading the OED, Oxford English Dictionary. Hmm. And so all our words this week are going to start with the letter A because it's divided up, of course, in chapters of each letter. But it doesn't spell the words, but it's going to give us better definitions. So you can't spell them this time, huh? Right. So we're at the mercy of your pronunciation. Wow. I'm going to try to say them as clear as I can. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I forgot how I was doing this. Oblivion? Obluvian. I don't know for sure how it's spelled. But it is a noun. I can tell you that now. Into obluvian. <laughs> it means you're being killed into the obluvian. Uh, huh. Or you have ablution, which means to wash or to bathe. You're being kidnapped and they're putting you in a blue van. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. What's a candy little boy? <laughs> My blue van. <laughs> Oblivion. Oblivion. Keith, you are so close. <laughs> this word actually, I don't know. He says he's never thought about it, but this word means as your water is going down the drain in the bathtub. Oh, like That's a little what that word that means. Makes. After your ablution, wash the water for the oblivion. <laughs> you know what? In Southern Hemisphere, the oblivion goes counterclockwise. <laughs> I never heard of that word. <laughs> Me either. Agnostic. 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 What? Agnostic. Agne- I can't really say that word. It's another noun, though. Agnostic. What? I must have missed something. What did you say? Agnostic. It's a religion. <laughs> Agnostic? Yeah. You don't believe anything. You don't know. Uh, huh. Or agnetsack, which means you don't have maybe your girl. That's it. Yeah. It's a noun. It's a squirrel without any food. 
Well, it's uh, on an animal. It's the point that lies between your shoulder and your lower back. That spot on your back you can't reach when you've got an itch. I got a mole right there, too. So if you have a spot on your back you can't reach, (laughs) that's your... That spot where you have someone scratch your back for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you move your foot like the dogs do. (laughs) Listen to that. Oh, listen to her. Purrs like a woman who's having her back scratched. (laughs) (laughs) That's why bears scratch her backs on a tree. (laughs) Yep. Our next word is adespirate. Adespirate? Adespirate. All these words are going to start with A. Well, desperate means you're hard up for something. (laughs) And A, at least in in the Greek method of doing it, means to be not. Like agnostic means you don't know. So you're not desperate. You're not hard up for nothing. (laughs) This says it's a verb, so somehow this is an action word. Say it again. Uh, It's a verb. verb. Something you do. Oh, say the word again. Oh, you would say that. (laughs) Add add desperate. Add desperate. Desperate. Oh, well, aspirate is how you breathe in and out. Desperate. Desperate. With a V, it sounds like. Desperate. Oh, see, a- aspirate means to breathe in and out. So, adzesperate means you're doing breathing in and out of zest. Heavy <laughs> 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 breathing. Here we go. Well, I don't know. I guess you could have Rapid. heavy breathing, but it means when Rapid. you're approaching evening. To approach evening. So, like twilight time. Well, tw- oh, twilight yeah. is between evening twilight. and night. So, adzesperate is like. Going from afternoon to evening, huh? Wow. Oh, you know, although I, I guess language. In, <laughs> too many words. I, I, I guess in, in Catholic circles you have Vespers, which is the evening prayer. Oh. Maybe that's where they get that from. You're going to an evening prayer. Oh, just Maybe. A guess. This next word. We're just losing it this day. A rumness. A rumness. A rumness. <laughs> okay. Instead of beer nuts, you have a, rumness. It's an adjective. A rumba. It's a vacuum. A rumness. It's a, oh, an adjective. It's what describes a noun. Terry has a rumness in his <laughs> ear. In my coffee. <laughs> Where are you? Or I'm not sure. It's a, <laughs> it's an additive. I don't know. <laughs> it's full of trouble. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, it describes Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I have a rum nut. Terry, you're such an rum nut. You're so full of trouble. <laughs> I'm such a rum nut. Who has remember that one? <laughs> the rumness. That's that word. Oh goodness. Our next word. Add. Elastic. Huh. Agilastic. It has to do with jello. Or, so I'm trying to. It's <laughs> a or noun. elastic. It's, it's a noun. A, a, advertisement about elastic. Agilastic. Ad for elastic. This word means 
a person who never laughs. So we don't want no ad ad this person. No ad unless <laughs> people invited to this podcast. Right. <laughs> or, or hopefully by listening to this podcast. I know a few of them. Adulastic. <laughs> I know a few of them people. I think I'm married to one of them. <laughs> this next word is airlick. Airlick. <laughs> it's like an air wick. <laughs> only you taste it. It's what a dog air does. Lick. licks the, the air, air wick. It's a noun, so let's see what the answer is. A dog, it licks the air. Oh, air lick. Huh. A, it says a noun. This word means a person who is young and thoughtless. So we have six to live with here. <laughs> air licks. They're a bunch of little air licks. Yeah. They just uh, 16 down to five, a bunch of air licks. <laughs> Apricity is our next word. It's another noun. Apricity. Oh, apricity. Any ideas? Somebody who appreciates something. I appreciate this, what this word is. (laughs) A pretty city. A city that's very pretty. Oh, it's very prissy. A prissy uh, city. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty city. This word means the warp the warmth of the sun in winter. Oh. So I thought that kind of goes. So when it's winter and the sun beats down on you to warm you up. That word is a prissity. Did they had a word for that? I did not either. But hey, if you guys ever want to listen to this book, it's at the Bard website. Uh, reading the OED next yeah, week. We that's all my words that, that for this week. Study up for next week. Yeah, that's <laughs> all my words for this week. Next week we'll be doing the letter B. So if you guys want to download it, you won't know which words I'm right using. Now. I'm trying to cheat right now. Oh, we're done. Oh, yeah, we're done. So now Next it's time guy. to cheat with Terry's top team. Top team. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was just going to say I wanted to say that earlier. I heard on the news this morning, you're referring back to the news real quick. I heard on the news this morning how we've been doing the bear stories and stuff and the bear with the cubs and everything. Uh-huh. But in Florida, I guess, I think it was in Florida, she was actually, it was on the news, uh, probably on our headline here. But the woman, the a bear was, the bear, a woman was being, atta- got attacked by a bear. It had three cubs, but it didn't. Killed the woman. There was just like playing around with her. You know what I mean? Wrestling oh. with the lady and stuff. The lady wasn't that injured. You know, but it was using her for a rag doll. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it was like, was her name Ann? Like, What's this, kids? <laughs> you know, whatever. But anyway, that's probably going to be a news. So, or was she more like Barbie next week? But it was in the news this morning. But mm-hmm. I think here my notes for my list. Maybe she was more like strawberry shortcake. Back on track here. I got a top 10 list I'm going to do today of 10 movies because of the fact of uh, my SNL skit, Mr. President Biden. Here's a list of top 10 movies that have been banned or have never been seen. Um, And number one, UFO encounters from new. Uh, Ready. New Tomorrowland, 
1995 as a Disney. Um, they did. It was a documentary that was made about UFOs and aliens that um, and it, visited Tomorrowland and Disneyland and laughed and laughed. <laughs> Why don't you stop coming around here bothering me? <laughs> and they 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 had it in like uh, eight different states, and they immediately pulled it off. They didn't want to show it to the rest of the country because they felt that the whole uh, civilization would just tumble. Well, gee, they ought to advertise. Huh. Uh, it, deals it was that profound. Uh, wow. Uh, as far huh. as saying, you know, like men in black, you know, aliens are here. And e- e- either that or the test market just panned it so badly. Like, we really screwed up on this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Number two. Oh, wait, number nine. Uh, the Nazis tried to change history in a movie called The Homecoming in 1936. Hmm. No, it's 1939. If you want to look it up and watch it. I don't know. It hmm. might be German, though. <laughs> Being German, yeah. Learn German and watch the movie. That character always trying to worry me. Number eight. Uh, hold on. Oh, George Lucas wanted to destroy all the copies of this particular one. It was uh, Star Wars Holiday Special 1978. Oh, I remember that one. <laughs> Chewbacca and his family on the Wookiee planet. You remember it? Oh, yeah. It was on TV. Huh. It, it, was, it was not very good. And it probably never <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. George Lucas wanted to destroy all the copies. I guess it did actually air then, but I was like, it, yeah, it did air. Uh, I wouldn't say it's banned, but it just was not good. I mean, yeah. it, it, it meant well. The story tried to, you know, blend the Christmas story with Wookiees, but it was just awful. <laughs> Perish the thought. <laughs> George Lucas didn't like the fact that that they had all the little figurines out there or, you know, he wanted the, uh, he wanted everybody to see the cast members in the movies and, and not have all the little toys everywhere. You know, hmm. I think was all the marketing, right. marketing is how they make money off of stuff like that. Uh, Merchandising. Let me see what numbers. Number seven, Johnny Depp almost, Ruined his career during the movie The Brave huh. in 1997. That was a movie. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it said about that one. It was uh, he played a Native American Indian who I don't remember what else it said about it, but it was a floppy movie. Hmm. Anything, but uh, didn't he play the uh, Tonto in one of the new Lone Ranger movies? The, yeah, that or the Lone Ranger one. He must have tried to redeem himself with that one. Yeah. You mean you like him? Like him? I think he's just ginger peachy. And number six in 1922, it was way too scary. Trying to see how to pronounce that movie. In 1922. Uh, right. Fo- it's Foxham or Boxham or something like that. It came out in 1922. 
was way too scary. It was a scary movie. Uh, it was a silent movie that uh, dealt with witchcraft and people huh. being possessed. And it was way too scary for that time. I think it's very seductive. Well, apparently, yeah, it would have been a silent movie, which is probably why it doesn't exist anymore today, since r- few of them do. <laughs> Number five, The Fantastic Four. Oh. Um, they made a movie of that? It's a, <laughs> the, the Fantastic Four was terrible on purpose, it says. <laughs> the cartoon, I will love that when I was a kid. It's a little bit cheesy if you watch it now, but... Right. Did they made a movie? Was that uh, what they said? The, Stan Lee had does. There was just that came out. That's what it came out, and it was terrible. But then they made, started coming out with all the other superhero movies, and it, you know that was just one of the first ones, and it didn't it didn't go over real well in the box office. But is it possible that they won't be over? by my radiant personality? <laughs> nah. I watched it. If, you know, I, I thought it was pretty good for what I saw it, but anyway. Yeah, I don't remember it, but it doesn't mean... Yeah. Number three, oh, number four, is a movie called Bill Murray Took a Bus to the Moon. <laughs> oh, wow. I never heard oh, of it. No, no, no. Uh, that's okay, that's what the the story the plot line. That's the description, huh? Right. The name of the movie was uh, "Nothing Lasts Forever." Nothing lasts forever in nineteen eighty four. And Bill Murray takes their bus ride to the moon. Huh? <laughs> right. And that was produced by the guy uh, does uh, Saturday Night Live. What's his name? Uh, it said it on here, but I didn't get it. Yeah, I know you're talking about. And it, it contained. You know, had it had Bill Murray. Bill Murray played a bus driver who it was a bus spaceship, and Dan Aykroyd played uh, the toll guy. Uh, at the Holland Tunnel, you'd go into the Holland Tunnel and then you'd be teleported in to another. You know, hmm. another it sounds like an interesting premise, but I could also see how it could be totally screwed up. I always thought you were a great guy and a very talented artist. <laughs> right. It says though that you can now find it on. You know, it's on uh, one of the movie platforms, the streaming platforms. Right. Yeah. That that people are starting to. One of the movies where it's like, oh, let me go check it out. Hey, that's a good movie. So they they have re-released it, that movie, it said. You know, so who knows? Maybe it'll be one of Maybe it'll take off. Maybe it'll uh, be like the American version of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That or the... Taking a bus ride uh, to that galaxy. <laughs> the Rocky Horror Picture Show or something. <laughs> yeah. How do you like that guy? He's just sore because I'm prettier than he is. <laughs> uh, let's see. There was uh, the next was uh, number three, unlawful killing. Was a lawsuit waiting to happen? It says, uh, unlawful killing was a documentary that dealt with the death of Princess Diana. That oh. says that she was actually killed by the royal family. It was a cover up. Blah blah blah, etc. Pretty level-headed guy. I'll say one thing for him. When he asks for something, it makes sense. 
Oh, hiya, Frankie. Curly, can I rent your wife and two kids for four hours? Anyway. Uh, number number two. I think we're down to number two. Number two. The return of the Ewoks. Oh, no. Yeah, it's easy for you to say that. Yeah, please no. <laughs> they were just fine in the movie. And that was in 19... About them. That yeah. was in 1982, so that... Oh, no, that was after the holiday special. Because oh. uh, that was in 78. This one was in 82. You know, of course, they filmed this after the Return of the Jedi. Why that in great. <laughs> right. And uh, then number... Oh, come on. Number one... Conspiracy of Silence is the title. 1992 is a documentary about a child sex trafficking and politicians and (laughs) they banned that one. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's definitely a, a controversial topic. Wait a minute. And so that's my top 10 movies that are banned or really, really terrible. I thought long ago like that too, but. Well, I mean, yeah, the sex trafficking topic, I mean, it's not like it's really a topic that should be approached, but you want to make sure you did it in good taste and, you know, was going to help the cause and not. Cause it more controversy. <laughs> I didn't catch in the art, uh, you know, that snippet where whoever produced it or whatever, if it was a decent, you know, director, or whatever that would have did that, you know, or if it was just some um, poorly done thing, like that. So, well, so. the thing about the Princess Diana, I remember there was a documentary. I don't know if it was that one. Uh, and, not that it would be anything poorly done, but I could see how it might be banned because of, you know, the royal family not liking whatever expose being done. But right. so some of those might be just banned because, like, like the Nazi one too, just yeah. because of the nature of of who made it or whatever. But I can't remember. I still can't remember the guy from Lauren Michaels. That's yeah, his- there, you there you go. Popped in my head. Anyway. <laughs> calling take time out for beauty when avon comes calling use avon cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure filled break in your daily routine it's time to take time out for beauty avon calling hi i am terry hogan helsley your friendly avon lady if you need something we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T. Hogan Helpsley. That is front slash T. H. O. G. A. N. H E L T S L E Y. Thank you.
That takes us to what else is after that? Anchor topic. Anchor topic. Um, yeah, anchor topic. I guess so. And uh, I, I did have a, a an O and M topic topic to talk about last week, but I'll let it ride for later. Uh, the the next uh, item on the schedule is <coughs> communications. Who? <laughs> So, <clears throat> kind of up for grabs, whatever comes to mind here, communicator. Yeah, my communicator. I got Star Trek communicator. Yeah. <laughs> Computer, speak. Well, Terry, what are you going to talk about? A telephone? Something about? Didn't you have something in your mind? Yeah. That's a communicating device. But I, but I don't remember. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was, see, it, it was a memory device to help us communicate, and then he mm. forgot. <laughs> I know. And I mean, it was, uh, gosh, I've had so much happen with the, you know, transfer my iPhone. So I went to iPhone 13 and they're pretty cool. I mean, they're, uh, this one's huge. I mean, it's a Pro Max, you know, 13 Pro Max. And my, we got my stepdaughter. She's got a 13 regular. And I was like, whoa, these are huge. A, a Mini Max or a Pro <laughs> Mini. There we go. Pro Max, Pro Mini. Pro big, pro little, and um, it you know it. Uh, oh, um, I now can use my face ID, and it doesn't have anything special like that. You know, it, you know, it went from your fingerprint to your face ID, and they haven't made it any better. And I was so. Is there anything significant about the thirteen that stands out that's different or better or anything? Not really, you know. It's got a camera. The camera on the back seems like it takes up a, a quarter of the phone. <laughs> oh, huh. you know. And uh, but I think what I was talking talking with was uh, relabeling the folders. You know, I got my wife's old iPad, but the screen just broke, so nobody can see it. And I go, well, I can still use it being blind, and so I'd reset it, and I, and it put all my apps all in, on six pages. That's so why I've been sitting here putting them together, you know, um, into folders. And I put two of them together. I go, okay, well, here's a, here's a daily horoscope and here's a Chinese horoscope. Let me put them together. And I put it together. It created a folder called entertainment, no lifestyle. And I go, well, I don't want to say lifestyle. I want to change that. So when the folders closed, you could take two fingers and, and you go tap and hold the second tap. You go tap tap, but you hold it and it'll start going bleep 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 bleep, and then it says relabel element, you know. And so I put in there astrology, and it didn't like it. You know, I hit the save button and it went back and it said lifestyle, and I'm like, well, I put astrology, you know, and so and so. But I noticed that if you put a name. You know, like astrology folder, it likes it better than just putting a word, you know, like they did entertainment, you know, or lifestyle, you know, I'm like, well, they put it there. I don't know why I can't. And hmm. somehow, but once the folder is open and you can see the like those two icons and you double tap at the top of the folder name, then as you rename label it there, oh, then you really start screwing things up because it's like, you know, 
no, that, that's what, what I was going to comment is I, I thought the way you relabeled folders is you opened them. And I think you had to do a, a one finger swipe up to hit edit. And then once you're in edit mode, you can relabel the folder that way. Oh, I never tried that. But I, I don't know what I did. All I know is now every time that I go to use my keyboard, whether it's on my iPad or my iPhone, if you know, at the bottom it's got you got return, you got uh, you got your number key, and then instead of your delete key, where it's, it's instead of saying delete, mine says astrology, and I can go, oh, I don't know how I did that. <laughs> and so you change the name of your delete button. The the delete button somehow, and I'm like, whenever you go to page up and stuff, it'll, it'll say blind stuff, page up. <laughs> One of page one of three, and I'm like, what did I do there? And I'll just any app, whatever I go to it, and it'll say blind stuff, and then it'll say the name of the app. And I go to the next one, blind stuff, and it'll go say the name of that app. And I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, I think you mentioned that before. And I think it was a matter of relabeling something that you had labeled at some point. But I haven't figured out what needs to be relabeled to take that off. I keep working on it. <laughs> But yeah, to to do the folder, if you have your folder open, you just tap the folder name or close the folder. So you have to go to one of your icons and swipe up so it says editing. And once you tap on that in your editing mode, then you should be able to tap the folder name and just relabel the folder. And you, you have an actual edit box. You can delete it and type in. Uh, try that but I got it all messed up I don't know how to fix that no no yeah well and if I I don't know what else about uh, communications what else communicating well I don't oh there was something I mentioned I don't know if this would fall under communication as well but on the victor reader um because you can do notes or whatever. It's communicating, yeah. You know, I was recording notes. You know, everybody that's got a victory to record notes. And if you ever took your SD card out to stick it in your laptop or your computer, you can go to and you can see your notes. Whatever you go in there, just like on your victory, and say note one, note two, note three. But on the computer, it's at zero 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 one zero 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 two, etc. Apparently. Somehow I have tried to, um, I don't know, I had extra numbers in my list of files on there. Um, Like somehow when I transferred from one machine to the next, it put duplicate numbers on there or something. I don't know. I figured out that it has to have eight digits in the file name. And so if your note number one being note number one, have seven zeros if you have a two-digit number at the end you need to have six zeros if you're trying to rename your folder your numbers on there if you wanted to rearrange if you wanted note five to be note four you can't really do that you can create and say four a and then take your note four and make it note 62 or whatever is at the end you know whatever but you can rearrange your notes that way on your computer and whenever you put your card back in your machine then it will recognize them in the new way you know as long as you had the 
proper amount of digits to equal uh, eight zeros. digits, writing right. zeros. Right. I just figured, oh, that's just a bunch, put a bunch of zeros. And blah, blah, blah. Apparently, I put too many or not enough. And well, so I remember reading in the help file, I think, that you can have up to 9,000 or wait, 99,999 notes. <laughs> but once you hit that the extra digit, then it's then you, you can't do that. Uh, of course, you may have run out, out of space before then. Um, yeah. But that I think that's why whatever many eight, eight digits we give you, well, 999,000 would be something like that. Uh, you can have that many notes, so you need to have the leading zeros. But that's how. But each one, each note couldn't be you know hour long note because then you run out of space on your card. Yeah, it depends how much space or how many notes you can have up to that many. The same with bookmarks too. You can have that up to the same like nine hundred ninety nine thousand bookmarks or whatever. I usually don't go past four. <laughs> I don't even yeah, know what phone is Interesting playing. tidbit uh, about communication. Because, you know, that that is communicating is leaving messages for yourself. And that's something blind people do. Hey, we can do a lot of things uh, audio, audibly uh, with audio. Uh, not everybody uh, can read or write Braille. Not uh, Definitely a few blind people can actually uh, read print, unless it's large print. Uh and so knowing how to operate certain devices and how the, they can do so much, but sometimes you have to know some of their uh, advanced features or quirks. You know. So I, I, if, I, if I would have planned more, I would have thought more about the topic. <laughs> uh, but definitely um, Batman. I, uh, the point here with this type of a segment is both to let people who maybe who aren't blind realize that blind people can still do a lot of stuff and can do a lot of stuff with technology. And that blind people who don't know about it uh, can at least be aware that, that they shouldn't feel like they're left. What? My microphone just did something funky. Uh, oh, okay. But I know somebody who, when he went blind, he gave away his computer. I'm like, why? <laughs> I can't use it anymore. I'm blind. I'm like, yeah, but I, I wish I would have known you before you gave it away because I could have shown you how to use that computer. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's move on to our, our emails. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Anyway, yeah, I had moved my foot, and all of a sudden my computer went bloop, bloop, and it, was, it switched my microphone. My keyboard came unplugged. Like well, I heard that, but I thought it was my Victory. <laughs> yeah, I had to put my earbud back in my ear. So anyway, my uh, cord is now plugged back in. <laughs> Great, now let's read email. email. <laughs> You're yeah. back in the matrix. <laughs> this one says, "Hey there, TSF host." I'm a police officer, and sometimes we have to deal with some of the worst crooks out there. Like Terry. Oh. <laughs> uh, for example, I had to respond to the scene of an automobile accident. I knew the neighborhood. It was downtown where all the lawyer offices are at. Sure enough, 
when I got there, there was one of the young lawyers just tearing in to a, a truck driver. Uh, the driver had got too close and uh, tore the door right off of his brand new Ferrari. The lawyer was hysterical as he finally wound down enough to quit screaming at the truck driver. I felt sorry for the lawyer at this point because he just sat there sobbing. My Ferrari, my Ferrari. I just picked it up the day before and now look at it. It's completely ruined. It will never be the same. It doesn't matter what the body shop does to it. I could tell that he was going into shock. I had to act fast. I shook the lawyer and just looked at him in disgust. I can't believe how materialistic you lawyers are. All you care about is money and your possessions. The lawyer got hysterical again and started to swear at me and and cuss me out. Before I could calm him down again, I told him, hear me out. Look, you're so worried about your car. You didn't even notice that the accident ripped your arm off along with the door. Oh. The lawyer looked down at his blood-soaked left side, and he screams. Oh, my gosh. My Rolex is gone. <laughs> Hopefully you can use this on the show. Oh, Sparks from Hazardsville, New Hampshire. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm so worried about his arm. Rolex in his arm. Anyhow. That's all I got for emails this time. Uh, anyway, it's time for final thoughts. Oh, I have some. You know how mountains stay warm in the winter? They have snow caps. <laughs> Keep their heads warm. <laughs> those, those bald knobs on the top of those hills. Mm. Well, I got one too, you know. I didn't used to like masking tape, but then I became attached to it. Can't <laughs> <laughs> okay, get <it> off, huh? <laughs> Headline Local library slips and falls while on the job. It is suspected she walked into the no friction zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, there exists a finite action when put together in the correct order I can make a million dollars in one day I just can't remember how to do it (laughs) yeah whatever that action might be (laughs) well why did Miss Muffet need a map she lost her way. Uh, I thought the spider bit her on her tuffet. <laughs> Did you hear about the guy who invented the knock-knock joke? He won the Nobel Prize. 
if if Mary had a baby Jesus and Jesus is the Lamb of God then Mary really did have a little lamb yes she did (laughs) (laughs) Mary had a little little I wonder if I followed her to school one day well I, I really didn't want to know that you had false teeth but some things come out in conversation <laughs> yeah you said district huh? <laughs> <laughs> well I, I went to the doctor and told him that I keep dreaming I, I'm writing the Hobbit he says don't worry you've just been talking in your sleep <laughs> uh-huh. talking talking do you know what happens to pastors preachers who eat chili dogs they have to sit in their own pew with beans on them huh? <laughs> You should read this book about how boats are held together. It's really riveting. (laughs) That's it. Well, I've got a great joke about construction. I'm still working on it. (laughs) Here's one for our younger listeners. Which one of the Spice Girls was pumpkin? Which one of the spice you rolled with pumpkin? Ah, pumpkin <laughs> spice. <laughs> I don't have any more, so that's it yeah, for me. Any, more? any bonus right. ones for us? I have one more. Scientists say that the universe is made up of protons, electrons, and neutrons, but they forgot about morons. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, they're out there too, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they they're all kinds of bureaucratic offices. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> that the truth? <laughs> well, with all, all of that hilarity ensuing there, uh, it's time where we wrap up the show and sign off. The, this is your host Keith saying thanks for listening. Signing off till next week. Tell a friend about us. Uh, make sure you stop by the webpage. Leave us an email comment on any of the show notes. We was ready to get in review on any of the directories where you found our show. <laughs> and if you're blind, you can go to Massey County Blind. MCABIL.org There you go. Come to our yeah. Tune in next week where you Terry also say <laughs> Donate. 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 There's a donate donut. button on this page. Donate donuts. Donate donuts. Donate to your whole wallet. Just call 618 216 2790. That's the phone number. That's, check it out. Yeah. You can send us an email at TSF at 
Yeah. <laughs>